favorite by the Runaways, but I'm not the biggest fan of the Runaways. I thought it was just okay. Uh, I never read Runaways. I actually always wanted to read the uh, read the read, read the Runaways because a lot of people talk a lot of hype about it. It's pretty much a show where the kids find out their parents are vil- are super villains, but they also have superpowers. And now they became a superhero group. Kind of yeah, thing. it's one of those legacy. It's a, a legacy. It actually created its own legacy, kind of a thing inside its own pocket universe. Basically, the I, if I remember correctly, the parents were not, not like a list villains, but they were just kind of everyday villains and stuff like that. And then their kids stumbled onto their their secret. It almost has like a what a skull and crossbone what's that thing skull and bones kind of vibe to it they stumbled onto that secret society of, of villains and they kind of run away from that and what you find out is they have their own powers and no, they become the okay, are you getting that from the the trailer or this is the, literally the first storyline okay because the, the trailer was pretty much what you described exactly yeah. okay so they did oh sorry i didn't mean to cut you off. I, I read both there's two uh two major storylines uh in in, in in the initial one First one was uh, Brian K. Vaughn. He's the one who actually created it, and then Josh Whedon actually came in and wrote like this. Think the second. Whedon was involved in this, really? Yeah, he he, wow. he, he okay. picked it up af- afterwards. It, I believe it came. Is actually, he the reason why it got more popular? Maybe because I if I remember the timeline correctly, he was a big fan of the initial run by Brian K. Vaughn. Uh, I don't I don't think it sold very well, but Josh Whedon came in, kind of picked it up afterwards, and he kind of made it more popular. I think, and, and I want to say it was actually his first foray into comic book writing before. Um, uh, X Men, if I remember correctly, if I remember my timeline correctly, but uh, I, from the trailer I saw, it it, it borrows very. It's basically a sh- almost a shot for shot remake of of the first storyline of uh, of Brian K. Wong's book, his run. Like, oh, okay. Well, um, it's also Hulu ex- exclusive. Yes, which is a big get from Hulu actually. So people are gonna be are gonna have to really pay attention to Hulu now. I mean, one one um, writer that I follow, uh, Joanna Robinson, she does the uh, Storm of Spoilers podcast for uh, Game of Thrones. She got a copy of the first couple episodes, and she really likes it. And she's a big comic book reader too. She mentioned she was saying if this could be like Hulu's second hit after Handmaid's Tale and stuff like that. That's cool. But the vibe I got from the trailer, maybe it's just me. It just seemed a little too. I don't know. It just I don't know. It it. it, it, it the the cinematography just looks a little too pristine, a little too a little bit cartoony. I think it, it it didn't it didn't have the right vibe for me and stuff. And also kids, they they hired like literally like twelve, thirteen. I mean, they hired like fourteen, fifteen year olds. I think, and I don't know. It didn't didn't seem like I don't know. It it, it didn't connect to me the same the same way that the Stranger Things did, as far as like the 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 cinematography and the way it's shot, the, the way the kids act and stuff. Does that make sense? No, it makes sense. I mean, we are. I mean, me, I'm just judging it based on the trailer and, and the limited knowledge of the comic book. But I, I still kind of want to check it out. I mean, the premise sounds interesting. Yes, it's a, it's a very good yeah. premise. So, yeah. so ho- hopefully, hopefully that will carry through in the show. It's actually, it's a story, it's a comic book that actually has holds a lot of possibilities because, like I said, there's a whole generation dynamic, there's superpowers, but there's also dynamics within the, the characters. You know what I mean? All the kids are... Co- have different personalities and stuff like that. You know what I mean? There's a couple of twists and turns that I won't spoil here that 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 uh, that comes in the book. And there's a dinosaur in the book. That's a, I don't there's know. There's a dinosaur in the book? I don't know because it's a it's a sidekick if I remember correctly. It's a sidekick that's a dinosaur. Wow. It, I don't know if they're going to go that far with it and stuff like that. It's their version of uh, the dog from Inhumans. Okay. 
Well, see, another trailer that came out at New York Comic Con is uh, the Pacific Rim trailer. Yes. Uh, first thing, the first impression I got immediately was that, hey, they're actually fighting at daytime now. Yes. <laughs> it, you know what struck me? It struck me as a more colorful, a more... It, I, I never saw the movie, but did you ever see Speed Racer? I actually haven't seen Speed Racer. I've been wanting to watch that movie. It, the, the, the coloring they use for this trailer reminded me of Speed Racer for a movie I never saw, but I saw the trailers for Because the colors are so bright and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's basically the opposite of the first movie. Yeah, it's like, hey, things happen in the afternoon now. We'll be up the time clock. Everybody, yeah, you can actually see the robots. Yeah, we're starting work at like one o'clock, guys. Everybody show up yeah. at one o'clock in the afternoon. Well, I think, I think part of it too, because the first movie had a certain budget and it's yeah. easier to hide stuff if it's nighttime. Mm -hmm. So now they have a bigger budget, I'm assuming. So now they can actually find the daytime. I think, I my guess is they have the same budget, but they're going to work, they're going to get more with more money. Because I know they shot the majority of this movie in uh, China and stuff like that. So it's... Labor's cheap and stuff like that. They have little kids. I heard they had little kids working on the movie and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's the same budget, but you, you get more out of it. Uh, what other trailers did you see uh, from your comic? Oh wait, hold on a second. What oh. did, did you like the Pacific? Because I got oh yeah, like yeah, a, my opinion. A flat, <laughs> flat. I mean, online the Twitter was kind of a flat. People had a flat opinion of it. I I thought it was a B plus. I I really like it. I really liked it. Uh, it looks like it'll be a fun movie. Well, the yes. first movie, the first movie when I saw the first trailer, I'm like, oh my god, this is the giant monster, giant robot monster movie that I've been looking for. Mm -hmm. This one, it it does seem a little bit like that charm is already gone, mm -hmm. just because of the fact that Pacific mm -hmm. already exists. But but I kind of like the idea that now now they're moving on to the next step of giant. Um, robot, robot movies and now he's in the giant team robot movies right. yeah. You know? so yeah it looks a lot of fun uh, people were mentioning on Twitter like oh this is like, kind of like Transformers now because at one point they turn on each other right at some point the two robots are going to fight each other and stuff like that so it's like metal on metal crime and stuff like that I'm like, I'm like no no give this thing more credit if you look at the way the, the monsters are kind of like the CGI the, the way it's spacing the spacing it's done really well and, you know, being an anime fan, robot anime fan, they're very faithful to that. And, again, yeah, it looks good, though. I, I liked it. I have high, I have high, high hopes for it. High hopes. High, high hopes. And, you know, the, the guy who's doing it, right? It. Steven what? Knight? Oh, uh, yeah, Steven Knight. Um, guy from Daredevil Season 1. Yes. And then he, speak, going back to Josh Whedon, he's, uh, he's from his uh, school. Of uh, he's one of his uh, pupils. He came from Buffy, it's, Angel, yeah, and all that it's stuff. Yeah, he's a Buffy alumni. Yeah. That's what I meant to say, alumni. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What see, else was there? Well, what else did you see? What else did I see? Oh, this is not a trailer thing, but did you hear the the the, the shit that Marvel got into at New York Comic Con? No, no, no. Tell me about they this. They got into real, real bad shape because base they bad shit because in on the Twitter on the I'm talking about Marvel Comics. They they announced something uh, saying, "Oh, we have a partnership with Northern Gummerman Gummin or something like that." And then, oh, hey, stay tuned for the announcement at uh, at WonderCon. But if you look, I'm sorry, New York Comic Con. And if you look up that company, that Northern Gunman, whatever, it's uh, it's basically uh, it's a arms dealer. It's you know, it's literally a Tony Stark. It's a company like that. You know, they sell arms and stuff. And they made a comic book in partnership with them and stuff like that. So a lot of people on Twitter gave them shit for it and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And then they they today actually had to pull the announcement and stuff like that. They had to pull the partnership and stuff like that. Because it's a comic book written actually by a uh, legacy Marvel guy, a uh, famous Niteza? Niteza? Oh, Niteza, uh, yeah. Yeah, and Sean Chen. Uh, Didn't famous uh, Niteza uh, co-created uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. 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 It's It was a really bad look for them and stuff like that. So it's it was really bad, man. It's it's like, you know, no. You, sh you shouldn't take money from a, from a, from basic uh, arms to a war profiteer and stuff like that. Even I went on Twitter talk shit to Marvel Comics regarding this, man. It's like, come on, why are you taking my childhood heroes and 
and adding them to like you know war profiteers uh, arms for sales it's it's a bad look man it's, it's gross all right what, uh, what else did you see oh uh, what else did i see well, the biggest one will be actually tomorrow when they just they drop the Justice League tra- trailer tomorrow morning. Yeah, we are recording this on Saturday night. Saturday night. What, what day is today? Today is the Saturday night. <laughs> Saturday night is for fi- fighting. August October seventh, twenty seventeen. So no, we have not seen the new Justice League trailer. You know, a movie that's coming out in a month anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. is it is it coming out in a month? Oh, I know they're still kind of like in post production, right? Or or. <laughs> Are they, are they even done filming? That's what I'm saying. Is it? Are they, are they? I don't know how. It's going to be a miracle that they finish this movie. I don't know, man. Because it seemed like maybe like two weeks ago, they were still filming it. You know, there's still things like, oh, Henry Cavill, he still hasn't shaved. Or, you know, all this other stuff. Like, I don't know, man. But yeah. Uh, but I don't know. It, but I mean, even though they've made three crappy movies, three out of four, I'm still going to see it. So, you know. The trailer, I don't think it's going to change my mind in any one way, in one direction or not. You know what I mean? I'm going to go see it. So. I guess the question is, are they going to finally stop teasing that Superman is, is not in the movie, you know? Yeah. Well, there are rumors now saying that in the last trailer, the person that... Uh, is Green Lantern. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he'll Superman will come back in a different place in the movie and all that stuff. But we know for sure he's obviously in the movie because Harry Cavill, the whole mustache, a mustache gate is, is, is a thing. You know what I mean? So he's... Mustache. He, yeah. He's in the movie <laughs> in some capacity and dollars to donuts, he's definitely in probably in the black uh, Superman uh, costume. I, I, I do want to see the... the uh outtakes with him and his mustache well the thing is the joke on on, on Twitter is like no matter every time Superman is on the screen people are gonna look like you know like with like binoculars to see the CGI and the mustache see if they can catch like a little bit of hair coming off his 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 upper lip and stuff like that people will be hyper focused on the way Superman is presented in this movie and that's true huh yeah a CGI that we really are gonna be looking at yeah Uh, Uh, okay go go ahead what yeah, else? but uh, we are not going to see the trailer. I mean, we haven't seen the trailer up to up to this point. Yeah, right. Um, a couple of trailers. Let's, let's go see right now. Uh, went ahead and went on YouTube and see what's currently available. And one of them is uh, Philip K. Dick's Electric Dreams. This is pretty much America's answer to Black Mirror. Thank you for listening to this preview. But we saw Black Mirror taken right? from an episode yes. of Extra Stuff, Extra Spoils, which oh, is our Patreon exclusive podcast. Answer. You can listen to the rest of the episode and more by going to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash why. Make a pledge and help defray the cost of producing all the content that is available on whowhatwhereswhy.com. Your support is always appreciated.